Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Runner XBT, who managed an 86.3% win rate in Q3. So in today's video, I'm going to ask him all the questions about how he achieved such an amazing win rate and if there's anything that we can learn, any trading secrets, trading strategies that we can take as traders or prospective traders to make ourselves better um, and succeed in this market. Runner, welcome to the show. It's amazing to have you. I know it's pretty early slash late for you, but uh, thanks for joining. Hello, good morning. Thanks for having me. I guess my first, like where I want to kick this off is pretty much, yeah, I'd love to get a recap in your words uh, about how you managed to, to to achieve this in Q3 because it's a pretty amazing result. Like we say in, in, in crypto that, you know, if, if you're getting in the mid 50s for a win rate, that's considered like a pretty decent win rate, but you've smashed it in Q3 with an 86% win rate. And um, you can see here out of 365 trades, you won 315. So yeah, I would love to just get your version of events of how you managed to do this. Well, the screenshot you're showing is since, as it says, like uh, November 2022. So I guess Q3 kind of starts in the middle of the climbing climbing up the mountain or whatever you want to call it. Um, I would like to maybe highlight in the beginning that win rate, I, I mean, I told you this before the stream, but also uh, win rate to be taken with a pinch of salt because um, there's a lot of people um, or like just for you to be a profitable trader, you don't really need to have above 50% win rate. I know it sounds like a very logical consequence or like, you know, uh, equation, but there's a lot of people who have lower win rates with much higher PLs. Meaning, uh, let's say you can be losing a lot of tr trades, but if the loss is very small and your winners are very big. So, like, just to put it in, like, why I'm saying it to kind of downplay, I guess, my performance because I don't think it's fair to be celebrating uh, win rate. But um, yeah, in Q3, uh, why I've done well is uh, because when Q3 started, I believe uh, it was. Bitcoin was at like 31 to 32K, if I'm not mistaken. We could maybe look at the chart. But uh, I, I my, and my trading is mostly shorting. So I was just shorting yeah. everything basically uh, all, all quarter. Yeah, I think Bitcoin was where it was. It's like... Start of Q3 would be back in July. What's that, June, July. June, July, yeah. Sort yeah, of. this period here, so it was really high. So were you shorting, uh, you, you like positioning yourself short alts during that period? Yeah, yeah, and BTC as well. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, my 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 thinking is, if you have a BTC at resistance, there's very, very high probability that a lot of these altcoin narratives that I'm trading might be a sell-the-news event, if that makes sense. Like, the probability of that trade playing out is much higher than if BTC is maybe at support. Yeah. And and yeah, so basically I was shorting everything from BTC to altcoins all, all quarter. And I mean, we had the big flush right in like mid-August. Um, and yeah, I mean, literally just pretty much just shorting everything all the time. <laughs> so I'd love to get some examples for you. I don't know if you have any examples on, on your chart, um, but maybe you could run us through like a a trade setup or a scenario. I don't know if you can pinpoint maybe one of one specific trade that was like super profitable for you and run through your logic at the time. And yeah, maybe help the viewers understand like how you actually pull something like that off in practice. Sure. I guess I'll let me share screen. 
it's it's working right yeah yeah so i guess one of great examples is shiba which is everybody's favorite uh second favorite shit coin uh, sorry dog coin so i can i can uh, walk people through from beginning to end so shibarium dumped a lot on june 10th 2023 let me make this and ever since then it started rallying it doesn't look like much because this is like kind of skewed but this is pretty solid move from like 64s to 11s so like almost a 2x on this on this rally in like a month period right and how i trade um i've i've been on this show several times i keep repeating myself uh shiba rallied because there was a conference in canada i believe might be might be confusing the location doesn't matter so basically there was a big expectation of a conference in canada about shiba so where they were supposed to drop some news regarding shibarium which was the layer to drop right so if you look at the price action the exact top is the conference itself and it's basically the classic sell the news type of event. So yeah, I'm trying. I guess to... in this market, the, the the meta has like largely been like shorting alts. Obviously, that with a lot of alts kind of being in a downtrend. Um, would you say the majority of your trades for the last like few months and maybe even now like have been shorts, like on on altcoin like scam pumps, fake pumps? Yeah, definitely, definitely, mostly shorting, but. But also, I'm getting very cautious because BTC, I would say, is looking starting to look pretty decent, and I think we might get some sort of, you know, like I don't, I would say I would call it like mean reversion or whatever people like to call it. Meaning, I'm 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 cautious and I'm definitely not blindly shorting. I'm being very careful. Like you could get away with shorting anything uh, when BTC was at 31k, because mm. when Bitcoin itself went down, everything follows, right? So it's like I don't wanna I don't wanna downplay it I don't wanna downplay trade altcoin traders but like you could short anything and with Bitcoin goes down five ten percent every altcoin follows and I think we're kind of on the opposite side of things now like when Bitcoin starts looking relatively decent uh, that doesn't necessarily translate to me being long but me not being short if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think you want to take um, more trades obviously towards like. The range extremities uh, it, it looks to me on your chart like we're kind of in a mid-range right now right so it's kind of a zone you have to be like careful in you, you wouldn't want to like position too heavily either side mm. yeah um, you know like everybody or like everybody it's uh, what we on ct say but a lot of people are getting very bullish which is which is making me bearish sort of thing and i with some of these moves last few days I've, we had a lot of positioning so this is Validata, which is app which allows you to see some order flow data, open interest, meaning how much leverage is in the system, and CVDs, which is nothing more like difference between market buys and market sells. And a lot of these moves, these up moves, last few days been led by futures, or like perpetuals. So like when price turns a bit, they often panic very early, and that's why you see these flushes hardcore down and we've seen it like one, two, three, four times already in the last few days. So for that for that very reason, I'm not very bullish myself, but just waiting for a hopefully good trade. I guess what, that... 
what do you need to see to be bullish? Do you want to see more like spot driven buying mm. versus versus futures yeah. driven buying? Yeah, exactly. So this green line here is CVD uh, of perps, like futures, basically leverage buying, and it's just leading on all fronts. So I don't, I don't love this. I would like to see spot buying. Uh, no matter what coin, if it's BTC or altcoins, whenever spot is leading the the move, it's always bullish. Like you want to see uh, spot leading. Uh, that that doesn't mean that we cannot go up just because perps are leading. We could start liquidating liquidating a lot of shorts, but it's just I just personally maybe I'm mid curving this. You know, maybe I'll miss out on the move, and that's fine. I think that's a, a great takeaway from this stream for people watching that you can miss a trade. You don't have to feel bad about it about yourself that you missed a trade. It's just a trade. There'll be a million more, and you'll miss a million more trades. You know, sometimes like people trying to FOMO into positions is probably the worst they can do. You did a tweet. Um, I think it was yeah uh, yesterday night. You said to me uh, a breakout is above twenty eight point six, not a one percent fart. And obviously, we're seeing a lot of CT <laughs> every time Bitcoin moves one percent. You know, everyone gets really excited. People like a few days back, I think it was you know late last week. Everyone was well early this week actually. Everyone was getting excited when Bitcoin started to break into 28 um would you mind on your chart going through that structure and explaining why you're looking at that 28.6k level as that that major level that bitcoin needs to break sure i mean it's literally this high i don't really trade ta that much but it would be this high which is like you know or maybe depending on what uh, what exchange people are charting on but above this uh, this high i think then we can accelerate pretty hard but until then like, I don't see the excitement. You know, just these highs, basically, from a few days ago. Yeah. So, like, you know, people are getting, basically, yesterday, or what when was this, uh, two days ago, people got excited over this move. Full retrace. People got excited here. And I'm not saying it's retracing, but, you know, like, it's just, it's not it. If that makes sense, you know, this is not convincing to me. Doesn't mean I'm shorting, right? I just want to make, make that... Mm loud and clear because i get this often so if you're not long are you sure no like having no position is also a position and i think that's a correct i'm just i don't know i'm, I'm i don't share the sentiment of this being like structurally this to me looks pretty decent from 27th of, uh, of september you know we we i guess if you trade like price action a lot of this would be called inefficiency so you know, like we never, not not this. We never really took any of these lows. If you look at it, so that's kind of good. Mm. But you know, it's like grinding higher to the top right corner. But yeah, it's just for me, it's in the middle of nowhere. So I'm just chilling, chilling, doing morning streams with uh, with you. And and also on your channel, I think I'll I'll get your channel on the screen. You did one, well, just a few hours ago. You finished. So everyone, uh, there's a link in the description to Runner if you do want to. Tune in with him. You've been streaming a lot recently. You did two this week, couple last, well, one last week, one a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, I watched your your latest stream actually, with with a very very nice title there. <laughs> What's the thinking behind the title? <laughs> I mean, I have no no editor or somebody advising me, so I should I should just probably get you know somebody helping me with that stuff. Oh, you don't need to. You're um, you're you're going after the. The, the credible approach. There's no need to clickbait when you're when when you're a, a profitable trader, right? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, not really correct. No, I, I like it though. I like uh, I like the approach. So, so before you said something, you said you aren't really you're not a TA trader. Um, and I've actually seen like a lot of your trades have been more like news based. Like Shibarium was like a conference kind of sell the news event. The, the your recent link swing short was was also like a kind of more of like a sell the news event. So could you explain? I mean, I know you've been on the show before, but there are a lot of new viewers that may have not watched uh, since last time you came on, I think a, a month or two ago. So do you maybe want to recap for everyone how you sort of view trading since it's not like purely TA based? Yeah, I mean, um, I trade mostly around events that a lot of people are uh, anticipating. A great example could be the Shibarium. So you have a conference when there's expectations or rumors of some news dropping. So whenever you have like a speculation, like market and communities anticipating something happening on a specific date, that's the very key part. It's not like, you know, something dropping in Q4. Q4 is three months. That's way too wide of a uh, you know, date range or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's way too big of a window. But if you have like a two or three day window, maybe if I'm if I'm on this chart, I don't know if it's still being shared. Um, yeah, it is. And one second, let me do... Like when with some of these events, I could be like putting like a start of the conference or whatever and end of the conference. I like to... So you kind of can trade around it, right? So very often what happens... You have a coin that's doing well into some sort of conference or announcement and usually just starts to kind of die down after the event. That makes sense. So this is basically the type of trading I'm doing. I just pick a coin. I do a lot of due diligence on it, uh, research what's happening, why it's going up, what is the community anticipating, what is what what they're getting excited about, and I try to crush their dreams. <laughs> How do you <laughs> execute on that, though? Because, like... It can be risky, right, when you're using leverage because there might be a huge spike, which either wipes you out or forces you to to like add margin. How do you execute around an event to make sure you don't get wiped up before you can see some of that upside? Yeah, that's a good question. You will never like kind of catch top if that makes sense. May, sometimes you do, but you know it's uh, what you sometimes see on Twitter and YouTube, like catching tops and bottoms. I don't think that really matters because my my basically decision or my thought process is I expect this coin, as I draw this, to underperform in the coming days after the event, after this window of time. So you can maybe, I don't know, for example, with Link, I was shorting Link BTC, meaning I was, you know, shorting Link, but longing BTC to kind of hedge my risk exposure or whatever you want to call it. So it's not like not being naked short, meaning just shorting Chainlink. Uh, yeah, that's a, actually a great question with um, positioning. I guess you kind of learn with time. Uh, with shorting in general, you don't you don't really, you have to be very careful in terms of sizing because you can get completely wiped. And yeah, I, 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 I don't want to really reveal that much, but it's basically a lot of TVAP-based strategies, which is um, an uh, execution tool that a lot of exchanges offer, a TVAP, which is basically you, let's say you, you pick a window of 24 on, on Binance where I trade is 24 hours maximum, but you can run a TVAP for several days. Uh, so what I'm trying to say, so you can, let's say you start TVAPing into the short position one day prior, on the day of the conference or the event and the day after, you know? So you have, like, basically average price of these three days. 
very very roughly speaking are you ever trading on the higher um time frames like do you do you look to like make a you know three to six month trade into like a big structural event like like the halving or are you mainly just looking at these like smaller events no no never <laughs> never yeah. to me like i don't know what i'm eating tomorrow for breakfast let alone six yeah. months ago no but like What's it's you know, Bitcoin halving makes sense to me. Uh, obviously, I understand why people are positioning themselves. I think that's not wrong. It's just to me, it's so so far in the future. Anything can happen. Uh, you know, there's a war in Europe. Uh, there's shit happening like all the time, every time, everywhere. So I I kind of don't want to take the risk of stuff breaking potentially. So I'll just keep. I usually trade mostly intraday, intraweek. I wanted to ask you about the 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 Dixie now because you did a tweet. You said with ETH BTC being so low and Bitcoin holding up, equities bouncing, um, Dixie possibly at resistance. I see zero good reasons to be short altcoins. Is this something you take into account when you're trading? Like the more, yeah, macro indicators like you know the Dixie Treasury yields. Is, is that uh, stuff that you factor into your trading as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. This tweet pretty much summed up why I don't short. I mean, as it says, I always try to, I always do the context analysis, I guess. It sounds so fancy, but they're just, let's say there's something that screams to me sh uh, short, but I have to like, before I do that, I have to look at, you know, BTC, if BTC and traditional markets, like I don't blindly, I don't blindly go against these quote unquote higher trends. So right now, I mean, it's very accurate. I don't look to short altcoins for now uh, until BTC starts looking toppy to me. You know, so it's it's a lot of a lot of my trading is knowing when not to trade. That's I think that's the best description I can give, and I think that's hopefully a good takeaway for people watching as well. Like, you don't always have to trade. You don't always have to. You don't need to have a position all the time. And most of the time, the best position is having no position. So you're I, very, basically, you're very selective. Like, you're, how many trades do you think you'll take over, let's say, the span of a week? Or on a typical week, let's say, averaged out over, over a quarter? Unless there's something happening, it will be zero. Yeah. It's just, I, okay. I just sit at the chart. I wish I was doing more exciting stuff, but... Well, last month, last quarter, you took 365. If we want to divide that up into months that's like you know around 100 trades a month that's quite a lot i guess no no like no this, no no this is uh this is like as it says 315 days so this is oh okay oh sorry this this whole thing is the year and then this is the uh, quarter okay i understand yeah 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 i, yeah, I, it was, I, okay, I believe was it was like 75 trades last quarter but it uh, was okay, like gotcha. 10, 10 trades so i would okay. as, I, as i as i mentioned before i like take a trade like a project where you become obsessed try to learn everything and everything you can best to my abilities obviously some obviously i miss stuff i'm just a human but then i take like yep. you know i take five to ten trades on the ones on the one coin and i just that's how okay. i've been doing lately and it's yeah. and so so your, was what was your most recent trade it was link correct well if yeah, if yeah. There's anything chain, to link, chain link correct did you close that position because that yeah, yeah. it has retraced a little bit since the uh since it reached its range high, I'll try and get the chart up now. Yeah, this is one that I was um, shorting as well. I did a tweet on it. Uh, this was one of the only plays I made last week. That was like a you know 
a non-spot play. We had like a this rejection off this area. It did it it did hold up okay though, at this level. Yeah. That's like a great confirmation that maybe the trend is not to be shorting altcoins. You know what I mean? Like mm. with some of these previous trades, like XRP or Shiba, which I mentioned before, you would see like twenty to 40 percent dump. This barely retraced like twelve percent. That just great indication. Like hey, I have to be careful shorting. I can get. I can get my uh, ass kicked, you know. Mm. No, so yeah. what's what's next on what's next on the horizon? Are there any? I mean, you don't need to give away your if you've got some like secret. You don't need to no, give it away. No. But is there, are there any events you're like looking at over the next month or two that you're going? All right, this is interesting. I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on it. Honestly, there's nothing as of right now. I'm I'm just monitoring if BTC is going to make a move, and next week there's this grayscale sec deadline or whatever it's yeah. called and cpi so I'll, I'll see if there's something there but until then i'll do nothing it's, uh, it's being a trader is not that as exciting as it sounds it's pretty boring well you said to me before the i started the stream that um you're not trading all day you, you kind of barely take trades but you're always at the screen so is like a large part of your job just continuously like monitoring waiting is that what, like, yeah, how you spend most of your time basically just waiting and staring at the charts? Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Like, you know, just sitting in Velo or, I mean, I guess, yeah, 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 not guess, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then, and then you kind of just, yeah, what, what are you looking for on Velo mainly? Like, what indicators are you looking at um, that kind of will dictate whether you, like, start positioning? Well, I try to look at, let's say, last few days we had this sort of run-up. Let me open Velo. One sec. And You've got dark mode on. I've got I've got light mode, but I think I prefer dark mode, actually, on Velo. Looks, looks cleaner. So, one second, let me go on lower time frames, reset charts. Like, a lot of this positioning. This was a great example. I was tweeting, like, a maniac on, about this. But we had this move up, which was barely 1% to 2%. To so we can let's measure it. So I don't want to just talk talk crap. Uh, uh, whatever this was, two percent move in like seven hours. And but in terms of open interest, meaning how much leverage was there in the system, it was actually f ridiculous amount. So I know I'm not doing the same measure, but bear with me. Uh, uh, I'm on a new laptop, by the way. So apologies for being so cranky. But yeah, like. In, in like one day and 12 hours, which is 36 hours, it's not even that much. There was over $665 million of leverage added to the system. Mm -hmm. And price moves, whatever, but how much? Like 3%? If that, 3%. So you have so much money in leverage, leveraged money, like leveraged positions entered the system for 3% move. And then what happens? Of course, these people puke, meaning they close their position, panic, whatever. We fully retrace and all the open interest leaves as well. You know, they get smashed. So it's like I a lot of the time I just watch. Like I'm trying to figure out. I ne I never know for 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 sure. Of course, I'm just a human, but I'm trying to figure out and make like opinion. Which who is leading? Is it spot? Is it futures? Like is it leveraged people? Um, why they're buying? Is it just stratified correlation? For example, yesterday we had a nice move, but since this dump. But if you look, if you open a chart of S&P, like it's just one-to-one. -one. So 
if you can open maybe a SP chart, I don't I don't have it uh, in value. Let me try and get it up. Uh, Nasdaq gold. Here we go. I'll take get off my indicators. Yeah. So yesterday's move is like basically one to one to BTC. Yeah, we can even add Bitcoin. Same percentage scale. Yeah, you can see they're both upticked. Um, I mean, I'll need to go way lower time frame, like an hour. Hourly chart, you can see here they're matched. That's S, that's the Bitcoin is the blue line, S and P is the the candlesticks. You can see. That's, then I guess you have to kind of wonder or question. I think it's fair to question at least. Was it actually BTC strength or was it just correlation? You know. But yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be this negative person because i get that a lot like that i ruin everybody's uh, everybody's fun <laughs> there's a lot of well that look stock market did have a great move up but th there's been a lot of fud surrounding yeah, equities considering you know talks of u.s debt crisis a lot of people shifting money into bonds because bond yields are up so like people don't want to be in risk assets N uh, nasdaq did respond quite well since i guess peak fud but how do you view equities overall do you view this as a and, and look i know you're not a necessarily like a macro trader mm. but how are you what's your general feeling when it comes to equities do you feel like they're a bit toppy or or obviously they have retraced are you seeing like further downside i mean i, I believe i saw, saw something like that most of the move is like five or six companies leading uh, leading the entire index which would be like you know your classic Tech stock, uh, tech stocks like I don't know, Nvidia and whatnot, Apple, Google, uh, Meta. Um, no, no thoughts. I I don't feel qualified enough uh, to yeah. be making these assessments. I just know one thing. I think the correlation is still there, even though a lot of people have claimed that it's not there. Uh, I personally think it's, we still follow uh, TradFi a bit, and that we're entering uh, earnings season right now slowly in like next two weeks so i think basically if nvidia smashes all the earnings i think stock goes up and entire index goes up basically so crypto goes up that's how i see it very simple uh like arrow to arrow situation so i'm, I'm i kind of i'm seeing just very basic ta and you can't really do like ta on on stocks more of a momentum gauge than it is like an entry signal at least that's my, my opinion um you, you kind of can see it like you know there's a clear high here there's a clear lower high um, and then you also have your lower lows, kind of a classic downtrend. Yeah, like so we can go, we can go and higher and still be bearish, you know, basically. Mm. Just, so, yeah. We can go up, we can go up to this level here, uh, like an, and that would be your main level, the fifteen five level, on the, on the Nasdaq. Yeah, so that's another what, three percent move. If the Nasdaq moves three percent up, let's say earnings are great and it does move three percent up, I mean, then then you've probably got a scenario where Bitcoin's now approaching the 30k zone again Something yeah that like would be great right shoulder for yeah because that's nine percent for bitcoin so that's like fair that, that would be a fairly standard move if, if nasdaq pumps three and a half percent into resistance bitcoin moves eight percent and goes back into this zone here that would make that would make sense to me i'm not saying it will i'm just saying like that's definitely a scenario that i wouldn't rule out yeah, but, um, but but then but then the lesson is not to get too bullish, right? Because because yeah. if we do have that move, you have to remember, like, well, now we're, now we're into significant resistance. There are a lot of sellers 
um, that, that probably start to step in around this zone. So it's, you probably still don't want to get too bullish. Like all the BlackRock ETF buyers are basically underwater, all of them. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of, definitely a lot of uh, supply overhang, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm and this just, was the zone. Like yeah. a lot of these, a lot of the beats, like BlackRock ETF hype, a lot of the buyers stepped into this zone, like this area here, uh, this second half of the, of the pump. So, mm-hmm. yeah, full agreed. Will those guys look to recoup if they're underwater? That's the that, that's the question. Some will. It depends how strong the the stock market rally is. But yeah, I yeah. Even no, I just I, I just believe we will see in next like before going up up. I think we'll we'll have a, a bigger dip, but. Might might not. I don't know. It's not like to me. It doesn't really matter. Again, I don't. You know, I don't invest much. Like I don't hold BTC as like this is a future of uh of savings account or future of finance. I, to me, it doesn't matter. I will trade uh, as long as I can short shit. I can. I'll I'm, I'll be fine. So you just do you just hold cash? So when you're not in a in in a trade, are you just fully liquid? Um, yeah, yeah. fully uh, USDT or USDC. As of right now, but I'm looking definitely looking to buy ETH and BTC as well. It's not like I'm just shitting on the industry, but I just yeah. I'm, I personally don't feel this is a decent price yet. Like when we did where, below 25, that was decent, but it's just where would you step in as a as a spot buyer for Bitcoin and ETH? You know, between 20 to 24k on BTC, like if like we'll get there again. The classic. Well, if we do, I'm definitely buyer. You know, that's that's the thing. I will. I don't. I don't marry that. Um, I'd say like I don't marry that bias. If we do, that would be great. Uh, if we don't, well, I will have to do something else. I'm like I'm not buying here right now. You know, contextually. Someone said 30k then dip. I mean, that's a scenario. I mean, everything's yeah. on the table right now, but. I'll be definitely shorting that if we get it, but it's like not not like blindly shorting. Just because we go to thirty to thirty one k doesn't mean I'm I'm gonna be shorting. If it, if it makes sense, it just I think the shorting shorts make more sense to me. And I I also think if we start now, this is just me, but I, I look at the two hundred MA as as a key level. Like this was the pivot point during the um Silicon Valley Bank bailout. It's also the area we got rejected on twice and recently got rejected on. If we start flipping this area and there's signals that, yeah, the market wants to wants to flip bullish, earnings are strong, and we start to see this momentum, this area could potentially be a decent zone to, I mean, pick off some nice alt trades because that's 6%, 7% move for Bitcoin. You, you are going to get 20, 30% pumps in a lot of alts. So that would, that would be a zone where I'm interested in trading. I don't know about, I don't know if you feel similar, but. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever people get excited, or you know, there's activity, that means there's trade opportunities to both sides. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's bullish or bearish. You, you just need, like in general, when BTC goes up and ETH goes up, it feels like people are coming back to the markets, and you need people in, interested, right? You need somebody to trade, trade uh, against, I guess. So, I want to give a quick reminder to people. Um, shout out to our show partner BitGet. If you're in the UK or in Canada as an initiative because of other certain exchanges that, that are requiring KYC, um, you can deposit $100 and get a $100 bonus. Pretty much they'll deposit match up to $100 on BitGet if you are from the UK or Canada 
and I think some other jurisdictions as well. Check it out. There's a link in the description. Just thought I would, I would remind you if you're looking for a new trading home with some of the exchanges starting to clamp down, especially in 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 the UK and Canada. It's a, it is it is a tough market at the moment. Lots of uh lots of exchanges shutting down. Um, what's your what's your favorite exchange to trade on? Mm, well, we at work we we use Binance. We use Binance yep. because of the liquidity. And yep. uh, I'm not I'm not saying it's the like I'm, I'm sure somebody in the comments will be like, but I've seen this thread on Twitter. You know, I've I've seen this thought. <laughs> like, yeah, um, sure. I guess that's the that's the risk we take if you want to make money in crypto. Like, obviously, it's also a bit of a getting get out scenario, right? Like, you're not hopefully storing all your wealth in an exchange forever. Like, you're kind of trading yeah. there. And that's that. Yeah, that's I guess, for sure. If if like if somebody's watching, it's not really day trading. Like, doesn't do stuff every day. They shouldn't hold their money on exchange as like place to mm. store their uh, coins. But the, then again, like a lot of people don't know how to self custody. They click links. They get fucked by some fisher or scammer, or whatever. So it's kind of unfortunate, I guess. But that's like crypto is. That's crypto for you. There was just yesterday, right? Wasn't there like a big uh, hack on or exploit on Galxa? I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I did see that. So I just people that. connect their wallet on like literal main page of, of a protocol to do something DeFi. I don't know what exactly Galxa is, but yeah, some people lost their money. It's just it's just crypto. You got to be careful. You don't want to keep. You don't want to keep too much wealth in, in in hot wallets, especially. Like I keep most of my wealth on on like actual hard wallet ledgers, at least the crypto wealth. Um, and to be honest, I'm I'm still a stickler for the fiat system. I, I I still yeah have a lot of my money in real banks, real equities, real assets. As people How might be shocked you? to hear that. How dare you? You're not percent well uh, net worth in crypto. Not gonna make. <laughs> It's 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 kind of funny, obviously, because the crypto markets dipped, and the stock markets held up. Like stocks on a on a percentage basis have have now like exceeded my crypto portfolio again. It tends to ebb and flow, but yeah, equities for me because I'm like I have a big Apple position. I've been yeah open. It's like a five year old position since actually 2019, so four years. That position's still open, and it just compounds dividends. It's more of a long term thing. So since Apple's still performing fairly well. And crypto is performing badly. Equities have like eaten up a lot of my percentage, so it's actually quite funny. I'm, I'm, I'm lopping, bro. I'm more of a, I'm more of an but equities guy right now. But people don't want to hear this shit. They want, they want to, they want to hear crypto only. So we should change. Well, I mean, I'm sure crypto is going to give like the biggest in a bull market. There's no doubt crypto is getting the giving you the biggest gains, but it's it's a matter of timing as well. I'm trying not to shoot my shot too early. I've got like a decent cash balance and I've been accumulating slowly, but I, I, I'm not trying to not trying to go in with like huge size yet on any spot positions in terms of like, you know, big generational Bitcoin ETH buyers kind of just been slowly DCAing every month until, until there's some capitulation event. Like for me, I want to step in with a, like a big spot buy of Bitcoin. If there's like some big capitulation, the last time I bought big was uh, actually November, December last year like FTX. That was the last big capitulation event. I missed the bank collapse thing. I should, probably should have bought then, but I didn't. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Of- I agree. Like, it's just, you know, crypto is a, gives most returns in bull run, but people 
hold on to that argument all bear market when the altcoins are keep keep bleeding you know so it's like uh, like congrats you know people hold their shit coins minus 80 percent then it needs to 10x just to break even you know like and it's just i i see a lot of delusion in in uh everywhere in terms of altcoins but uh, i don't want to shit on people so early in the morning well i think it's i, I think it's hard i think it's genuinely hard for people and i've been through this as well it's it's a hard thing to deal with because not everyone has unlimited cash like i for people with really strong cash flow it's easy to kind of say oh you just dca just buy more you know lower your cost basis just just buy a capitulation but then i understand like there's a real world out there as well and no and people just don't have unlimited money to keep buying and buying and buying so at a certain point like people just they just can't even if the market like bottoms they just don't have the capital to like significantly decrease their cost basis there's probably like a, a few lessons in there like well there's many lessons in there and some lessons i've learned as well um but it's just the importance of capital preservation mainly like just making sure you always have uh liquidity because there's always going to be more opportunities it's not like yeah well if, if you even if the bull run starts today it's not like you're going to completely miss out sure you might miss that first 30 40 percent but you know you'll have adequate time to position uh at once retail once retail starts kind of pouring in and if, if you play it right i think yeah and, as and a premium versus yeah you kind of want to see that first you know you want to see the new capital flowing in which is relatively easy to see with crypto because everything is <laughs> unchained right you like it's verifiable so you can see if if we have inflow or outflow of capital and people are saying like people saying delusional shit like wait when they're back like i've been yeah they've been saying this for two years and everything keeps bleeding out so like how do you time it like how do you know that is going to be you know even the etf trade and the and the halving trade which is like early next year yes like markets are cyclical and there's these you know it can be self-fulfilling prophecy but there's no guarantee in that you know like people it's just i don't know i'm cringing so hard a lot of the times as a day trader i see this shit people have been i've been reading for months and years now that retail is gonna come back but they're not here yet so when 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 are they coming exactly and this this is a good website i like to use artemis and does it does aggregate from other websites but if you want an indicator for whether retail is getting back um just look at like stable coin flows it's a very basic thing to do but it's, it'll, it'll pretty much tell you like whether there's demand to put net liquidity into the crypto market versus extracting because stable coins will increase their market cap if people are converting like fiat dollars for crypto equivalents so yeah stablecoin market cap we can see here it's starting to flatline but it's been pretty much down only this is completely down you'd think this would start to uptick if there was any significant retail interest um yeah active addresses transaction volume as well stablecoin transactions are huge because like stable coins are pretty much every trading pair in crypto, right? Unless you're BTC or ETH pair trading, which not many people do. It's not where the majority of the liquidity is. So do you monitor this stuff as well? Like your big macro? Yeah. yeah. I mean, stuff? it makes a lot of sense to me to not like every day, but you know, to have an idea of what, because, you know, I think big issue in crypto is even with a lot of these altcoins and narratives is, and this as well, people like to hear shit they want to hear, you know, it's like, helping them sleep at night but sometimes you need to look at data and have it like in your face and all the data just looks dog shit pardon my french it's just there's nothing to be bullish about absolutely nothing and 
like the most bullish things we got last few months is that you know we get all these SEC lawsuits and we are not dumping. That's like that's bullish. That's something to be like kind of celebrating. Or we have this that SEC lost the case about against Ripple and Grayscale, but those are these small wins. But other than that, I don't see nothing to celebrate. Like nobody like crypto is no longer like early. You know, your your uncle knows about crypto. You're not no longer early. I would I would make that argument a few years ago, but every taxi driver like knows about crypto now. So I think we will take it will take a while in terms of mass adoption or some sort of shitstorm in, in like real a real world for crypto to get this massive uh, wave again. I just basically I'm trying to say I don't think we're cool at the moment. At the moment, I think it's important word, and we need to become cool first to get people inter uh, interested first. Well, that's the thing. Eventually, there's going to be that big catalyst. It, it may be sooner, it may be later, but eventually there's going to be that catalyst where it's like, it, it'll remind people why we need crypto. And the banking collapse was like a sign of that. Obviously, the Fed intervention stopped it in its tracks, but that was like your first sign that the market started to respond, at least on like a very small sample size to Bitcoin as like a store of value. That that we We, we don't want a big market collapse or a market crash, but I think that's where you would actually really see crypto start to like decouple or at least bitcoin specifically as more of like a digital gold play um yeah. and that would probably be your biggest catalyst for crypto adoption long term as counterintuitive as it seems it would be like a, a, some sort of yeah markets breaking or something and then bitcoin would kind of rise from the ashes like a phoenix <laughs> it's kind of the we're being, we're being selfish here right like in order for our <laughs> or our our industry to go up we need somebody else to suffer it's kind of I don't know. It's just well, people need to realize why the existing system's broken, and that probably still happens just through education. But it, it's certainly accelerated by some sort of capitulation event or some, yeah, market breakage. So it, it's a question of uh, whether it happens slowly, organically, which it has been, or whether we get that massive acceleration. Like I'm talking like hyperinflation or some big reason for people to go, okay, should we actually need Bitcoin? Um, and we've seen that in like smaller countries, especially like countries like Turkey that are experiencing like rapid inflation and, and other countries that have like limits on like ATM withdrawals and stuff. Like people can't get their money out of the country and they're kind of forced to go into Bitcoin. So those kind of events are a huge catalyst for adoption, but they're, they're pretty terrible on, on the like incumbents of, uh, of the, of those countries during those periods. So. Yeah, it is a double-edged sword, that that argument. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, maybe situation countries like Turkey can be... Yeah, but again, I'm, 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 I, I'm not good at making these, you know, like higher time frame, longer time frame predictions. I'll, I'll, I'll trade as long as stuff moves, I can trade. Uh, to me, fundamentally, crypto doesn't have that much value. Uh, I know people will get angry over this, but it's just... Specul like use case of crypto for me is speculation and gambling for most people anyways people want to their next 100x they want to have their 1000x they want to be counting which lambo they're buying if it's 1000x it's like it it's just like that's what type of people we this industry attracts so uh, unless that changes i just don't see any fundamentals how are you finding the lack of volume right now in terms of trading because obviously like uh some sort of big a crypto adoption event or or, or 
bull rally would would cause volumes to rise and it's much easier i've found to trade in high volume environments so how, how are you navigating this period of like really like illiquid trading and just like yeah crazy manipulation and well i think you just need to be much more careful you know like managing your risk and knowing what you're doing i never trade when i'm not at a computer uh, as we talked before like i'm at my, at my i'm in my office like pretty much all day every day so if i'm not in the office i will not be trading it's just you're not doing this on the phone no <laughs> thousand pepe usdt perpetual on on the bybit app <laughs> but you know i mean look some of the big the big pairs are still pretty liquid i like if you're trading something that has 2 million daily volume of course it's going to be liquid but if you trade something like majors, there's a lot of volume. I, like I don't trade. You have a Grachev screenshot up there, but I don't trade DWF coins. Just asking to get uh, how to say it uh, in proper English. It's just asking for trouble trading these coins. So you don't trade the DWF scam? No cartel pumps. No, no, no. I just no, no. I stay away personally. I know people that what they, they want, but I don't. I just can't. I I cannot be bothered. No. Yeah. Because I saw you tweeted here. You were kind of, um, I guess making fun of the October top call here here at twenty eight six. Yeah, um, I'll keep, I'll keep shitting on this guy until he stops tweeting. Like, this guy is uh, you know he's the CEO of the DWF market making firm quote-unquote, and they just, you know, they're very responsible, or suppo- allegedly. I don't want to make the claim, but allegedly they got a nice beard, huh? Yeah. Uh, hot guy. <laughs> yeah. But no, they do a lot of <laughs> supposedly market-making on some of these illiquid shitcoins, and it's just like, uh, I, I have my opinions on, you know, just people try to trade these and they get fucked all the time. It's just sad. I'm 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 not claiming to be this white knight, the good guy, but it's just sad at this point. Like people just keep losing money on this. Yeah, yeah, they're very, very manipulated. Some of those pairs, some of the craziest price action I've seen yeah, this year is from some of those pairs. Yeah, like some almost... TRB, right? It's the easiest example, or YGG or Cyber. Oh, crazy, crazy. And people see that and uh, trade it. Someone asked me about Pepe. I want to look at this. Uh, we'll take any questions now, by the way, to kind of spend the final section of the show. If anyone wants any, has any questions, what do you think of Pepe? Do you have any opinions? No, I don't. Like, no. it, it looks fucked to me, or I don't know. Yeah. People yeah. are bullish this. Why? <laughs> I really liked Pepe whilst it was in this structure, uh, but it, it has broken down. That was a pretty clean rejection. So I mean, wait for that. Wait for a reversal if you're even going to consider buying or trading it. Uh, I haven't opened any Pepe trades in a little bit. Ice boy, I see you're, you've got a Pepe avatar there. So I'm assuming you're a holder or you like it. But yeah, I, I need to see how it responds versus Doge because the recent Pepe fud certainly has impacted the market perception of it versus like other memes. So like the only point in taking like a higher risk play, like a higher beta Pepe trade is if you think it on pumps, it's going to outperform Doge. If it's underperforming Doge on pumps, then there's like really no use for it. 
Um, and the reason why it was good to trade is because it was outperforming the other memes. So for me, I, I'm just kind of watching it and I want to see during the n- next rally, whenever it may be, how Pepe responds to the other memes. If it's still like leading the other memes, then I'm then I'm more bullish on it. But if not, it's a sign people are kind of I mean, sick of the narrative. The chart looks absolutely dog shit. I, like, I don't know why, why people bullish this. Like, I know most <laughs> outcomes look like this, but it's just... No, it looks hard. Yeah, it look it looks quite bad, quite bad. Um, I'm I'm glad you yeah. invited a, a guest that's bearish everything in crypto, but this just looks horrible. I, I know, like, can what, we find anything Bitcoin? that looks good? But how does STX look? Because that's got a Bitcoin. Uh, no, nah, it still looks pretty. Uh, I mean, it still looks much much better than Pepe. But uh, uh what what, what about? Actually, Chainlink, I know I've been shitting on it earlier, but at least like that chart looks somewhat constructive. You know, yeah, at least like you can make a case like, oh, this is some sort of accumulation, whatever. With Pepe is down only. Like, I don't know what are people looking for on, on Pepe. Like, it's literally just dumping. What a talk about Kanto. Have, have you seen Kanto? Like, going nuts. Pretty much the fundamentals here to get people up to speed are they've got like a real asset program. And it's been fueled by a lot of, I guess, talk on Twitter. Lots of, I wouldn't say shilling, but just it, it's definitely gained a bit of steam in social circles like Twitter and YouTube. So, um, Rand likes this one. I don't mind it, but it has been pumping. Do you have any opinions on Kanto? Have you been monitoring this one? So, uh, according to Coin Market Cap, it's doing five hundred fifty thousand daily volume. So, no. All due respect. Is it really that low? Well, yeah. According to Coin Market Cat, so I might be wrong. So, for uh, it's saying four million Coin Gecko, but still low. Yeah, it's not something I don't, I don't touch. It's, it's on, like um, no, no, no opinions on that, and it's like on. Its main volume is from their own decks, and that's half of the volumes from a Canto note, note whatever note is, which it's not even ETH. This notional finance pair that has like most of the LP, which is weird. Jesus Christ. Quite a weird. That's a weird one. So yeah, the, the volume. I mean, this is probably not the best one for perp traders. Uh, it's probably more if you like it fundamentally, it'd be more of a spot trade. But I wouldn't buy. I would basically never buy anything spot that looks like this. Um, it's just not how I trade. I mean, you you might yeah. get lucky. It might keep pumping, but it's a bit of a risk. Mm. Something I, I don't really trade, so apologies. No, no opinion. Like I trade stuff that on major centralized exchanges in terms of and has perps and is liquid, you know. So I know I'm saying basically I'm not trading eighty percent of the stuff because it's a liquid or it's DW of coin, but I think that's part of the success I've had, and that's been working for me. Just knowing what not to trade and when not to trade, and it's a big like trying to avoid dumb stuff basically. It's as easy as that. A lot of people are talking about Bitcoin in the com- um, not Bitcoin, Bitboy. Sorry, in in the comments, got any opinions on on Bitboy? <laughs> no, I, I'm 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 too old for that shit, man. I'm here to make money. I'm not <laughs> be talking badly about the guy that needs help. You know? Yeah, but a lot yeah. of Ben People saying Ben Ben's gonna five x. Ben says, well. So, I, I hope it goes well for these people. That's all I'm gonna say. 
<laughs> just I, I I don't know what to say. Like I know people <laughs> like to speculate on memes and whatnot, but it's just nothing not something I do. Same with NFTs, like you can ask me about NFTs, I will have nothing to say. Zero. Zero. So what's the plan for you now? You're gonna go back to sleep or do you reckon you'll uh you'll stay up for the rest of the day? I mean, uh, what is it now? Almost 9 a.m. I guess I have to be a productive human being. No, no, I'll, I'll probably wake up. And I already woken up, man, uh, before we did this uh, call. So, Go on a run. Go on another run. Yeah, I will. I will a bit later. No wonder your name's... Is that why your name's Runner? Yeah, yeah. I, I do run. Uh, for the one person that might actually care, uh, I like long-distance running. I like ultra marathons obviously you cannot do them that often because you need to prepare for them body needs to heal and whatnot but i like to run long distances that's that's my thing so that's why the name is runner xbt amazing well thank you for for joining us i know it was super super early i'm gonna i might stick around just for a minute and answer comments i don't think there's that many actually so uh pretty much nothing we haven't covered i wanted to remind you guys quickly before we go about our OKX promo, um, if you sign up using the link in the description, there's a $60,000 total rewards pool based on how much you deposit, of course. And we also have a, a sub-affiliate program going. So pretty much if you email OKXrev at CryptoBanter.com with your UID after you sign up, we can give you a custom affiliate link, which enables you to share it with your friends. So you could like share it on your Twitter with your friends and earn um, earn income from their trading as well. So that's a custom revenue sharing program we've set up. If you have any questions, you can also ask this email. So yeah, link in the description to that if you are if you want to trade in OKX. You guys, I'm actually wearing the merch today. This wasn't even planned, but I've got the hoodie on and the cap on. Um, I, uh, I guess I, I don't know. I'm a sucker. F- the merch is good. It's, they're probably the best merch in the game. So uh, I'm not paid to say that. I just think, yeah, they do have the best merch. Someone asked about Rollbit. Uh, Rollbit looks really strong compared to the other coins, to be fair, but that's because their revenue is just very resilient. Well, thanks. That buyback and burn right thing going. Yeah, yeah, they've got this this crazy buyback and burn. I'm I'm full disclosure. I'm spot holding Rollbit. Have just been accumulating a little bit on on big dips. It's fundamentally one of the strongest coins. Just if you look at Rev, I think it's the third highest Rev generator. So it's it's one of the act- only coins that's actually making money. So that's why I don't <laughs> mind it. As well. That's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> like you, uh, what else is Uniswap is Ethereum is, but it's got a crazy valuation, so you can't even do a P. But if you if you run P calculations on Rollbit, it's like a P of three, which is relatively low. Of course, it's gambling though, so there's a higher um, risk like premium on on something like a Rollbit versus a Uniswap. But yeah. Still one of the only ones that's doing real rev. Supposedly. We will never know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't, well, we can see the, the buybacks, but yeah, it's still an inbuilt feature on their website. So I don't know. You probably need to go and change it to, to see it. But yeah, if you guys want to follow Runner, I highly suggest doing so. There's a link in the description to his YouTube and his Twitter. Go give him a follow. Um, I'm sure we'll have him back on the show one day in the near future, hopefully when the market is more active, I hope. One can only hope. That would, that would be fun. But yeah, thanks, thanks for joining, bro, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, man.
have a good one. Awesome. I'll put on the outro here for the viewers and I'll see you tomorrow. Big show actually for me tomorrow. So keep those notifications on. It's a, yeah, it's a new series that I'm launching. So um, we had an editor do it and everything. So it'll be good. All right. I'll see you then. Peace out.